and it's coming to you straight up, uncut. Straight up, uncut. You're getting it. Um, and, you know, there's a few people out here who like that. You know, they want it uncut. They want it straight. It's a few. And so if you share it, um, and then guess what? You, you, you're helping out the world because some people are just craving and looking for Some people are probably like, man, this is what I've been looking for. Just didn't know where to look. So it's on you to share it. Also, if you don't listen to the replay today, which you should, should go back and take notes and apply. 712-432-1085 is the, pin, is the um, replay number, and the pin code is 783357-POUND. But, again, you can go out on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, put in Tony Fleming, put in Mindset, and um, these will come up. These calls will come up, and you can share them. It's going to be thousands of them out there. I need to go back and probably grab some of the 20,000 that's been recorded and put some of those out. You know, I'm talking about from 2005. Because guess what? Mindset, personal development, mental toughness, the same stuff, man. It's like Proverbs. doesn't change. You know, you just, you can, you can talk about that, for, you know, for years and forever and ever and ever. So... We've been saying this stuff. You know, I know for me, boy, it's kept me in the game, you know, for me to be able to talk about it, to read about it, and you know, to teach on it. Man, it's kept me in the game because it's just it's a part of my life now. So, and I'm going to tell you one thing, though. It's kind of I have learned to deal with the loneliness that comes with it because it's hard for me to deal with a lot of foolishness now. I'm talking about from television, from in, and that's one of the things. And this world is full of foolishness. So the things that people enjoy, some of the foolishness, it's hard for me to, because I fed my mind so much that it's hard for me to deal with a lot of foolishness. I can't watch it on a continuous basis. I can't, you know, and the world is full of foolishness. And so that's a that's a challenge now. So if you don't want that, you know, you, you know, and a lot of people probably don't feed their mind because of that, because, you know, I have to admit that. You know, I have to admit it. When you start programming your thoughts and start reading and getting, you know, things differently, it's hard for you to entertain some of the stuff. And this whole world, 90% of the world is full of foolishness. Through the media, stuff we hear, stuff we watch. And um, sometimes it can be, you know, really frustrating on my end. Because I listen and I and I watch so much stuff that's thought provoking that deals with my mindset and stuff, which allows me to talk a lot here on this call. But then again, after that, you know, it's you know, I just a lot of simple minded foolishness that you know. I'm not saying I don't click on it every now and then, but the regular stuff that you all be watching and stuff, I just can't. You know, I, sometimes I feel like I'm I'm just in a I'm a an alien almost, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm an alien. Um, I fell into this world or something. I'm like, look, like, huh? Is that what we doing now? That that's what we call entertainment now. This is what we. Woo! You know, I think I, I read a meme one day that says sometimes once you get knowledge, um, I'm about to I'm about to mess the whole thing up, so I'm not gonna say it, but. Um, I can't think of it now, but all right. So once we get knowledge, something happens. I forgot what happens. <laughs> forgot what happens. But 
All right, let's jump on this um, mental toughness. Um, jump on this mental toughness thing here. And uh, I'm coming from uh, one of Steve Siebel's books, uh, which is, you know, he's a mental toughness king, mental toughness expert. I mean, I met Mr. Siebel um, through some of the articles that he wrote years back. He used to write different articles in magazines. And, man, I mean, I just love his writing. I didn't know that he was a speaker. Then I found out about that, and then some of us have been to some of his events and, um, you know, some of the stuff on mental toughness. So um, so today I'm talking about some of the stuff that he's written, one of the articles that he actually wrote from, you know, 10 years ago um, that I keep. You know, anytime I see something that deals with, uh, mindset, mental toughness, personal development. If I can save it, I will. You know, um, like I got a bunch of, like I said, I got a bunch of articles around here that I saved. Um, and I remember John C. Maxwell talking about that, that he would clip stuff out and save it and he put it in a file. And he probably was much more organized than me, but, you know, he would save stuff and come back to it. So, all right, here we go today. One of the major distinctions, um, Mr. Siebel says here, between average performers and champions. One of the major distinctions between average performers and t- champions. What do y'all think it is? One of the major distinctions between average performers and champions. Average and champions. Average and champions. What do you think it is? Hold on. What's the answer? Consistency. What'd you say? Consistency. Commitment. All right, you got consistency, commitment. What else we have? Mindset. Mindset. What else? You can block out everything else going around. <laughs> what was that? Persistence. Persistent, commitment, consistency, mindset, perseverance, focus, focus. And I'm sure some, I'm sure those things are also there, but that's not, that's not what I'm looking for. The major distinction between average performers and champions. One more shot. Okay, whoever grabbed this one, I'm gonna add five dollars to your thing. So. Give me an answer. Belief. What'd you say? Belief. Who said that? Peggy Honaker, Akronite. All right, Peggy, you got five dollars. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. All right, Peggy's in the game. <laughs> she got five dollars. I don't know what kind of music Peggy be listening to, no, but I have to figure that out. Um, but belief, man, you know, belief. One of the major distinctions between average performers and champions is their belief system. Um, you know, like champions, average people tend to be a product of their mental programming from childhood. Now, you hear this now. You, you've heard this a million times from me. Now you hear it from Mr. Siebel. Um, average people tend to be a product of their mental programming from childhood. 
<clears throat> and if you can go back and think about your mental programmer from childhood, think about the neighborhood you was in, the home you was in, think about how you all lived, think about how you thought about people, how you thought about rich people when you sat there and watched television with your parents and whatever, when all the TV shows came on. Think about the programming you got at that age or what was considered rich and what they did. Think about, you know, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest one of the biggest crooks and and uh what television put out that made him the most evil man in the world. If y'all remember back in the day in the seventies and the eighties watching watching that show, he was rich. He was evil, he was crooked. Y'all know who that is, right? <laughs> J.R. Ewing. And so when you watched, when you, what was it, Dallas? Was it Dallas? You, you know how you looked at him? You know, he was just, you know, just so. See, rich people are like that. You know what I'm saying? That's how, you know, how we grew up hearing that and looking at that. And then you probably could see somebody else they show like that or somebody in the movies that was like that. And, you know, you never saw rich people that were giving and kind and, you know, just, you know, good people. You never saw that. So that was an image that was portrayed to us. And then, you know, we sitting there and, we, you know, family agree with us. See, you don't want to be like that. See, that's how all rich people do. They chase money and they're evil and they do stuff like that. And and that mental programming, I don't care um, until that's been addressed and erased, you know, it's still there. You know, you might say in your heart, you might, you, you might say right now, I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich. But buried deep down inside of you is J.R., you know, you're thinking about him. You think about what that that symbol of richness meant and how, you know. So the you, you, only way you can address that is got to go through books, read about millionaires who are successful, who didn't act like that, who didn't do those things, who who were giving and <clears throat> who helped people out in the world. And, you know, you gotta you got to – now remember now, now in the process of doing that, you also got to shut off other stuff that you're watching and seeing, too, that's still programming you that way. See, that's the problem. That's why I always say, you know, we almost have to separate for six months in a room with us, no television, no nothing, even when you go to sleep at night, can't talk to you, to your folks at home. For six months almost of being in a cave, hearing about positive stuff, hearing about successful people, hearing about to even erase some of the stuff that's there because think about it. Even you get off this call today and you think, okay, that makes a little sense what Tony's saying. Maybe I need to start picking up some more books about these. But then you're still watching the news and you see what a wealthy man like Donald Trump looks like. And that's what people think. Oh, see, he got all his money and look how he acting. So you, you, you see that and then you see, because they're going to show you a lot more. You know, they're gonna show, you know, so now you program yourself with that, even though you saying, I don't think that way. Man, you, you take that combined with what's buried inside of you for the last, for the for, from the womb to age seven, eight, nine, that you never addressed and never cleared up. And then, you know, add on top of that your intelligence that you have from the world now. Because the world have told you that you're intelligent because you a manager at uh at uh I don't know wherever or that you got a master's degree, that you got a P. Now, the world has told you that. You know, you look at your, you know, you, the world's told you that. 
So now hearing this, it's like, who is this guy talking and where are you talking about? And so so now you battling with that too. So you're trying to, dang, you, you got to, you know, like that <laughs> thing I posted. Some of y'all, I don't know, you know, when I, I don't know if that angered you or what, but, you know, <laughs> I put it in the elite team section about your sarcastic old thinking and how it sticks with you and been with you for years and don't want to, you can't shake it. You know, it's like it's riding you like a, a bucking bronco, and you're trying to buck it off, and it, it's holding on with you, you know, for dear life, those thoughts. I'm not like that. No, Tony, that's wrong. You're not what you're saying is wrong. I don't believe that. I'm not thinking that way. Uh, you know, that's what your old thinking, your old sarcastic way wants you to believe, but it's, it's there. See, it don't want you to believe anything different because then you got to go in there and try to get it out of you. So just keep telling you, no, you're not like that. No, you're not like that. No, 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 we're not like that. We we, we believe this. We, uh-uh. So now you're hearing this, but you're still dealing with that, and you're still dealing with the environment that you're in from the coworkers and the people that you, you know, and you don't want to, you're not letting that go. Man. That's why it's so few that win because it's so few that fight that and and come above. I don't know which book we read that talked about that. That rise above that environment. We just talked about that in the previous book, I guess. When you rise, uh, two books. I don't know. All the books say that. <laughs> when you got to rise above your environment and see yourself outside of that circle and see yourself, you got to do that. And it's the hardest thing to do because now you're dealing with reality. You're looking at it right there in your face. You have to really separate yourself and get tough to deal with that because you Because, de- see, we give you all the information. This is what this is what so I always talk about. We, we'll do a, a basic training with you in your home-based business, and we'll show you everything you're supposed to be doing, and we'll give you the list of things, and we'll give you the, the uh, script that you want. And we'll give you everything you're supposed to do. And then that old thinking, that sarcastic thinking, that non-belief, remember we just believe now, that non-belief, it fights with you. And so you don't do the things because, think about it. Here's the truth. Everything that you need to win in business, in a home-based business, anything, you get that information up front. You can get that right now. We can, it, it'll take two hours to train you on every single thing. But here's the deal. What's going to make you do that every single day? You see what I'm saying? Literally, most of y'all know what to do in anything that you're doing right. You know what to do. You might want to throw that out as an excuse that you don't know. But you know what to do. You know you should be talking to five or six people a day. You know you should be inboxing and doing direct messaging. You know you should be talking to helping people. You know that. But then we come up with, well, where is the, um, I need to find the such and such that's in the such and such. So then once I get that, then I can really go out here and kill it. You know, literally, I used to believe that for a long time. You know, I always thought, once we get this certain product, I'm about to kill it. And I would wait on the product, and it come, and it would be like, about a month later, that's gone. Once I get this certain business card, I mean, I really used to, oh, boy, I had these business cards coming. I could see myself passing out these cards to everybody, and 
And a month later after I got that, that was it. Man, once I get this certain flyer, I'm going to have this ready, and I'm going to get it out to people. And, I mean, I believe that was going to end then I got that album over with so. Man, once I get my car, wait till I get this Benz to drive around and show everybody, and then they see the car for about two or three weeks. That's over with. Man, once I get this new suit... Before I get this new suit, I'm gonna come stepping up in the meeting. I'm gonna be, boy, I'm gonna have a, I got a couple of them made. It's all good. Boy, they gonna be, you know, man, look at T. Get them couple of suits. They like, yeah, yeah, and then that, you know, that's that. Hold on, that's over. You know, it was always something that if I, if I felt like I, and I didn't realize it was my mindset on the inside of me. It was my thoughts and my belief that regardless of what was going on, I got to be that person every single day. And I just didn't, and it, it started clicking probably about the fourth or fifth year. Even though, now I'm talking about the fourth or fifth year in this industry. Now think about it. Up to that point, I had been on the audios. I had been on Earl Nightingale for a while. I had been on other things. Probably, you know, I guess I started on Earl a year before I came, when I was at AT&T, a year before I came into this industry. But I had been on that. I had been working on that. But my thought process was still the same thing. Boy, once I get this, and then when I get that, and then when I get to this position, and then when I get to, it, it was always, once I get this something, then it was, and, it, and, and all that stuff was just, it was temporary. I remember one time where I just knew these business cards. I had put these things. They were just, just 15 years ago. It was some fly stuff, man. I, had, I saw this other guy with some cards, and he was outside of our industry, but these cards were so fly. I'm going to get me some made like this. Nobody else has ever seen this. And I'm gonna, I just couldn't wait. When they came to the house, after all, boy, I, I went out there, and I started passing my cards out. And this is what happens about a month later, three weeks later. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. I thought people just going to get my card and say, oh, man, look how beautiful this man's card is. Let me call him. And I don't I don't know what, but it was always something that outside of dealing with me and dealing with my inner growth and dealing with the issues I've had over my life. I mean, I'm talking about the stuff I heard of the young, you know, just reading and reading and reading and getting, getting it was always something. I hear it now with people. I see it now with people. And I don't want to curb your enthusiasm, but it's like, you know, the something, as the book we read, that something is on the inside of us. And see, that's something that on the outside that we're looking for is temporary. It's going to be like, you know, you're going to you'll get it for a second. You get a hit for a second, you know what I'm saying? But if it ain't you working on the inside, man, on your belief system, as he says. Because the average people tend to be a product of their mental programming from childhood. Now watch this. People of influence, such as parents, teachers, coaches, religious leaders, and others were the primary builders and shapers of our early belief system. These were our influencers. As a kid, even as we got a little bit older, these were our influence, our parents, our teachers, our coaches, religious leaders, and others. Now, watch this. In most cases, I ain't saying all, 
Well, Mr. Siebel's not saying all. He's making sure he's in, he's emphasizing. In most cases, like I always say that, this pro- programming is limited because it comes from people who believe they are limited. God, dog. I wanted to say something else. <laughs> but it was a G-rated call. <laughs> I want to say something. I want to say Because think about it. The people that we learn from had limited income. They had a limited life. Everything was limited. Oh, then you know your parents are not parents, but you know somebody will say, "Well, you shouldn't. You, you just unappreciative. You know they did the best they could." And I, I, I understand that. I don't. I know they're doing the best they could, but I understand too where the information was coming from. It took me a minute to get it. I remember saying some stuff about my mother, and I was like, then, you know, when I started reading more, I realized how my mother grew up, what she saw in her household, and how she was programmed to act. It was just, <clears throat> man. So just think about growing up, the environment that you were in, and what we call influencers. And, and see, some people get mad at this. You know, that ain't right. Cause no, I'm just, it's just the truth. People that we heard from that we grew up with had limited beliefs because they, they their whole life was limited. They hadn't done anything phenomenal. They hadn't done it's just it was limited. So that's who programmed us. Y'all feel me? I mean seriously. Man, if you feel me, somebody just text me and say, I feel you. You know, tell me, tell me you feel me, because I'm telling you, this right here, we can stay right here all day. We can stay right here all day. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> that's what we, that's where we got our information from. Thank you, sir. I got one for you. Well, I got two. <laughs> Everybody else battling with that. Like, oh, really? Okay. Um, so our thoughts and our beliefs are, man. I mean, think about it. If you, and, and this, here's another thing that's going to be hard for people to, to deal with, and they don't want to deal with this. But if you're dealing with a teacher that makes forty, fifty grand, <clears throat> what kind of belief can that person have? They've been making that all their life. It's limited. I think about my mother and father, both educators. And, and, and you know, if you look at our household, you know, people would look in and say, "Okay, y'all were y'all weren't really poor." No, but we were limited. It was a lot. You know, it wasn't no. I mean, they weren't world travelers. My mother and father didn't go around the world and see things and view things. I think my mom said she was, you know, when I was 50, I mean, when she was 50-something, I remember talking to her. She said she had been on the plane once. Maybe she went to somewhere, you know. 
And literally, I don't think my father, well, my father, because he was in the military, so, yeah, he was overseas, you know, and he had to fly back and forth. So that was, you know, that was it for, it for him. But, but you know, your pastor, your, every, your people in your neighborhood, you know, they were, you know, shoot, you know, going every summer to Six Flags from Birmingham to Atlanta, two hours was where most people did, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, go on, Six Flags. I mean, you can look at some, you know, I remember listening to um, Jay-Z talking about growing up in Brooklyn and that the people in Brooklyn, he said most of the people in Brooklyn never even been to Manhattan. That's crossed the bridge. They never even been to Central Park. And that's like, I guess, 20 blocks, 30 blocks up across the bridge or something like that. Never. And they've been in Brooklyn all their life. So our thoughts and everything that we get from people, it was it's limited. That's why I always say we need a paradigm shift. We need to change some things. We need to because it just, and I said most cases. Now, some of y'all might be on here with my parents wasn't like that. My neighborhood wasn't like that. Okay, you, you really, really, you really a small percentage. You know? You know, you really, really a small percentage. That's why I say environment is more important than even even books. And you know how much I love books. And audios. Environment is more important than that. If you're in an environment where, you know, there are, you know, thought-provoking ideas going on, you know, success is happening, and you're seeing that on a regular basis, and you program your thoughts at an early age where you don't know any, all you know is this, all you ever seen is this, and you don't, you don't have to reverse that. But who we know like that? Who? who that's a rarity, you know. And that's why, you know, and we go our whole life not realizing that. We think that getting a college degree, which is great, or a master's degree, which is great, is the end-all, be-all. It's like we just, okay, by doing that, we just answered all these thoughts that we have in our head, all this programming that we got at a young age. We, 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 we cleared all that up by going to a college and by going, no. You ain't even addressed it. It's not even being addressed, you know. And if you were to talk to somebody, let's say you worked in corporate America, and you talk to somebody who maybe makes six figures on their job, but you know, and you try to talk talk to them about this, they they look at you like you're crazy because they think they got the answers, and they they don't even know it's some stuff inside of them that's buried there, that's been there for years, that causes inferiority complex, that that bot that they hadn't even addressed. You ever see, like, movies or something where uh, somebody see their parents uh, finally meet his father 20 years later and they get to crying and just start thinking about, well, why? Why did this happen? Why why, why did you do this? And why? I just didn't. It's the same thing. It's just that you never get a chance to question 
why these things were said to you at an early age because you didn't know to even ask that until you start reading. Now, when you start reading, that stuff starts opening up. It starts opening up. And you start thinking about it. And you start seeing the, you know, wow. But if you just going to see the world is a bigger picture. You got a bigger, you got a broader view of life. Just doing that, seeing you, some things don't even have to just that. But we don't, we don't do that. And so, what we deal with is the stuff that's in, you know. <laughs> and you say to yourself, "Well, Tony, I, you know, I don't really need. I think I'm I never, you know, that stuff never, you know." And then not only that, you compound, you it, it compounds a compounding effect. Because you keep still doing some of the stuff that you don't think affecting that. He says here, um, the programming is limiting because it comes from people who believe they are limited. That's why average people are saddled with a set of beliefs that are more about survival than success. It's more about survival than success. So average people have been programmed to avoid pain at all costs. Uh-uh, don't try that. Don't risk that. Don't take a chance here. Don't do that. That's just, uh-uh. Everybody ain't supposed to be doing that. Don't you try that. I mean, at all costs. I can't believe you doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I, the pain is somebody laughing at me. I avoid that at all costs. I'm not going to do that at all costs. These are intelligent people that you're talking to that could change the world, that could change their life, you know, doing some of the stuff that you're doing outside the box. At all costs, they avoid it. They can't have Harry down the street looking at them and laughing at them because they started a home-based business. They can, At all costs, I'm not doing that. I want Harry to look at me because I got a corporate job, I got a nice car, I got a house, you know, two kids picking fence, and I, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I got tickets to the Hawks games. I go to the Hawks games. <laughs> Ain't winning, but I go to the Hawks games. <laughs> I got tickets to the Braves and the Falcons. I got that, and you know, also I have, um, also I'm a member of the the biggest church in Atlanta. You know, whatever. You know, I go there. All that's kind of safe. You know, I'm safe here because I, I look like I'm doing, I feel good about something. I think, I'm, you know, you know, I'm just safe. Just safe. You know, I'm just, you know, I feel, you know, I'm all right. I'm not stretching it going outside of that because now they're going to be, be pain. They're laughing at me, talking about me. Even though I know I probably need to be doing some of this stuff here, because, and not only that, these people are, can be really influencers. It could change, but they don't believe they, you know. So, average people been programmed to avoid pain at all costs, which promotes a plan not to lose mentality. See, that's why I say when you doing a, a home based business, this what I'm saying right here is more more important than anything else. Because you sit back and wonder why people on your team and why you are not doing certain things, this is it. It ain't that you ain't giving them no strategy. 
Because think about it. Some of y'all put all the strategies together and give it to people, and they still don't do anything. You're trying to figure out, wait a minute. I gave you everything. I didn't give you the website. I didn't give you training. I didn't give you the script. And you still not. You, they come to excuse after excuse, excuse. This is it. Limited beliefs. Their mindset is jacked up. Now, the person who created all of that mindset is not like that. They, they might be working on themselves, might be better, or their whole thought price might be different, and they're trying to figure out, why is this not happening? Because you're, you're looking at Ray, who you brought on board, and you're looking at Ray, who's in your eyesight. You know, you know Ray got nice clothes. Ray got a nice car. Ray got a nice job. And you're trying to figure out, why Ray can't get two people? Why Ray can't get five people? Why Ray can't talk? This is why. <laughs> no, that can't be that. It can't be that. Ray, shoot, Ray, Ray went to uh, Michigan State. He says the world-class performers were raised with these same beliefs, but watch this. Yet learn to reprogram themselves somewhere along the way. Somewhere along the way, learn to reprogram themselves. Now I'm trying to I'm trying to be the somewhere along the way for y'all. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> I'm trying to do that, to be the somewhere along the way. But somewhere along the way Learn to reprogram themselves. Somewhere along the way. You know, champions learn how to develop empowering beliefs and invest a substantial amount of time solidifying those beliefs. See what I'm saying? See, the way you solidify it, you cut all the other stuff off. Now, again... The down part, downfall of that is that you got to be like somebody like me that's like, hey, I'm in a world that's crazy. Everywhere I look, it's just garbage, and it's like, you know, bubblegum stuff. And it's hard to, when you start doing that because you're in a bubblegum world, and it's like now you, you're alien. Um, I feel like an alien a lot of times. I'm around, I can't talk a lot of stuff around people. I don't want to say nothing. They're going to say, well, what's wrong with you? You think you? And so I'm telling you, that's that's the downfall about it now. I'm telling you. You know, I listen to some of the bubblegum stuff and learn some of it because I got to have a conversation with y'all. I got to be able to talk, and I don't want to feel like this dude is totally out the game. So I find out about some of the stuff, and I peek in, you know, but I can't see how how you do this every night or how you watch this. It just, but, you know, that's the problem, you know. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> My wife said I'm an alien. I'm telling you, she tell you, she's like, something. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, you watch that bubblegum stuff, and then, you know, you inform me of it. Because if I want some bubblegum stuff, you know, I can ask her. She knows some of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, that's the problem. I can't. You know, that's. <laughs> That's the challenge. All right, so champions learn how to develop empowering beliefs and invest a substantial amount of time solidifying those beliefs. 
That's what I do every day. Substantial amount of time reading. Substantial amount of time listening to audios. I'm solidifying my belief every single day, and I'm separating from the other stuff. Now it says here that they do that. Guess what? Guess how they do it? Mostly through their own self-talk. with guidance from coaches and mentors. See, I'm trying to be a coach for you here. Through your own self-talk and guidance through coaches and mentors. Because successful people monitor the words they use. Wait a minute. I shouldn't have said that. Wait a minute. Don't let that come out. Mm-mm. I shouldn't have. That's, they monitor the words they use because they know reprogramming is never ending activity it's a never ending. that's what we want we want to you know okay i read two books now i don't have to do that no more it's never ending you got it's not it's a it's a never ending that's why you have to learn to love this stuff it's a never ending activity it has to be a part of your life some people he says consider this 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 process positive brainwashing i do too Positive brainwashing. When aspiring champions learn they can program any belief they wish and through repetition, ongoing self-talk, build that belief into a foundation for their consciousness. It's a revelation for them. When somebody found, like for me, when I found out about these books and I found out about affirmations and I found out that I could reprogram my thoughts and I found out I could just keep feeding my mind and stuff and staying away from some of that old bubblegum foolishness, it's a re- it was a revelation for me. A straight revelation. You know? I'm like, now, old thinking, sarcastic thinking, your friends and buddies, I don't know about all that, man. I don't need all that. All I need is just the Lord. Just the Lord. That's all I need. I don't need to do nothing that the Lord asked me to do. I don't need to do nothing. I just need the Lord. Even though the Lord has given me the strength, the knowledge, the skills to go do what I need to do, but I don't need nothing. I just need the Lord. I'm doing all that. Read all them books. I ain't doing all that. And then the people that are doing that, that are, you know, literally just, you know, doing the stuff that they need to do to win. I just had this conversation with Lisa that was going back. And I was like, I'm telling you again, good people, super nice people, great people, spiritual people will still be broke until they do these principles. And that's why, that's why you can see some evil people in the world still making money because they're doing the daily principles that they believe in that, that, that you take to win every day because their belief system is there. Now, I don't know whether they're going to have a heart attack or stroke. or I don't know if their, their life is miserable and all that, but I'm saying their financial life is booming because they're doing the principles they're supposed to do. But just because you're super nice and spiritual and all that and you're not doing the principles, because, you, you know, God going to take care of me. No. Mm-mm. 
sense of revelation, man, when people realize, when, it's, when champions realize, hey, I can do this. I can reprogram my thoughts. I can start speaking life differently. He said that, that super class belief system can be created from scratch, too, no matter what your age, upbringing, or current lot in life. But here's what we do. We say, yeah, I'm going to do it. <sighs> Give me a book, read the day, make me five calls a day, get on the audio, get on the call with Tony, you know, this month, next month, then three months from now. Tony's stuff ain't working. <laughs> three months. Remember I told you it was almost four years before it kicked in to me, what was the problem? I was listening to the audios. It may be five years. I don't know. Listen to audios. And I, I mean, I'm listening to audios, reading books, and I'm thinking, I'm giving folks the information like y'all want to do. Y'all want to give them all the information they need. I was giving people all the information they need. I remember I used to do, uh, back in the day, I used to do these training packs. You know, that's before all the Internet and all that. So I would put, uh, like, all the training together in a, like a 10-page format. Had everything in there. How you do this, how you do that, and how. And then we would go over that in training. You know, we would go from page to page to page with people. And I would give them that. And I'm not saying a person shouldn't have training, should have it now. But what I'm saying is that's not going to be the answer because I kept thinking that was the answer. Look, we just gave you all the information. He said, well, what you do? I did. I went out and talked to five people. You know, I whatever I did. You know, then you know you <laughs> you was just talking to people. We no, we really had no cell phone, with no internet, with no inbox. So you you call people at home. Think about it, how crazy that that <laughs> is now. It's a lot simpler now. But then you know you had to you call people. I remember you know you know we. We, yeah, that's when the pages were popular. So people would text you, and then you go to a payphone to call them. <laughs> you, you go to payphone to call them. That's how long I've been building the business. That's how, that's how long I've been dealing with people. That's how long I've been hearing excuses from folks. That's how long I've been hearing, you know, if you if I had this, if I had this business card, if I had this script. If I had this super duper product, if I had this, I had that, and we got all of that, and I got all of that, and it still was the same few people that was like, I'm like, why are these same people? It was mindset. It's personal. That's like it was their thought process, and I'm like, really? <laughs> That's why I said, the end of the day is about recruiting leaders. You get leaders. Now, you, you might can go out here and recruit some that's already had that thought process. You know, they might already, you know, they just need to work on a little bit more. And those are the ones that's going to move the needle. But he said it can be created from scratch. No matter your age, upbringing, current life, a world-class belief system is the primary factor in making of a champion. Every great performer knows this. While average people see champions as more intelligent, Average people see champions as more intelligent. The champions know better. The truth is that intelligence plays a smart, a small, small part. Do you hear that? Intelligence plays a small, small part. Belief is the real star of the show. Belief 
is the re- think about it. Think about how you feel when you enroll somebody. Think about how you feel when you get a title. Your belief just kind of skyrockets. Now you got more confidence, and then you go. You want to talk to more people. You got to be able to keep that same level of belief throughout. And now, is that easy? No. I mean, you could be making ten grand a month and start losing your belief. Twenty grand a month and start losing. You got to constantly keep feeding yourself. That's why you know you can't never arrive. That's what I'm saying. So people, you got people, they swear that all they needed was ten grand a month, and they get there. Mm-mm. Twenty grand a month. Mm-mm. See, you're not, you, you're not, you, you like. I got the answer now. So now let me stop feeding my mind and stopping my doubts. No, you got to always keep doing that. All right, folks, that's it. I go and wait over. I look at the clock and I'm like, whoa, going way over. All right, so here's the thought for the day. They can because because they think they can. That's the thought for the day. All right, here's the action step. Make a list of your most closely held beliefs in your mind and begin the process of questioning whether they are serving you or holding you back. Those beliefs about money, rich people, can you be successful? It, it, Think about the beliefs that you have about that. Is that holding you back? Are those beliefs, you got to question their validity. Are they relevant or are they, are they out of date? See, knowing that behavior follows belief, give yourself an opportunity to discard or upgrade any beliefs that limit you. Because once you change those beliefs, your thoughts, I always say change your thoughts, change your life. All right, folks, that's it. That's all she wrote, pen the pencil broke. All right, let's get to the real deal. While y'all on this call, y'all been waiting. Tony, shut up so I can get this money. Let me get this whole big $25. Let's go. <laughs> Faith at $22.50. Eric at $17.50. Renee at 5 Rhonda at 5 Chris at 10 Tammy at 5 Lavonda is at 5 Kimberly is at 5 Rose. Now we got Peggy in the game. She at 5 <laughs> She at 5 Come on, Faith, you can't beat Atlanta Falcons. You can't let Eric come back on you like the New England Patriots. You can't. He, he right down your tail now. All you need is this one, Faith. Now, somebody told me the other day, they texted me, Tony, why don't you do something a little different? Because, you know, everybody, you know, I, they, I like all kind of music. I like crossover music. I like, I said, okay. Let's see how real y'all are. So we, we, I'm going to do a little crossover on this one here. All right. See how real y'all are. This, this now is crossover. Yeah, it was played on R&B station, but you know, I need the name of the group and the name of the song. All right, y'all ready? Hold on. Y'all ready? You ready? Yeah, we ready. Y'all ready? Ready, ready, ready. All right, all right, all right. Hold on a second. All I know is this: this was in the late '80s. And V103, which is an urban station in Atlanta, played this song at least 10 times a day. I mean, every hour on the hour, they played this song. I mean, just over and over and over. I mean, this is in the late 80s, like, I guess, 
maybe 89, 80. I mean, they played this song, I mean, like every top of the hour you heard this song over and over and over and over. So you can't say, you know, well, I never heard of that. If you said that, you, well, I know in Atlanta. Now, I don't know about other urban channels in other <laughs> cities, but they played this song over and over and over. All right, here we go.
Stand 